is CHGO America's Podcast, presented by PointsBet. Use code CHGO to live your bet life and get up to $2,000 in free bets. It is day two of Bears minicamp. I am back outside. My name is Adam Hogue. Nicholas Moriano is once again drinking whatever energy drink he is sipping on today. It varies. What's up, Nick? What's going on, Adam? I see you have the umbrella back there. It looks. Are you in the same location, or is this a different part of now the outside? No, I uh, same location, uh, reverse, different side of the uh, patio table. Okay, yeah. hey, it's different. Where's Adam? And a little bit of a different spot this time. Well, I had to do Hogan Johns this morning, and I was on the other. The sun's, you know, it's the morning, so the sun's on the uh, coming from the other way. And then I was sitting this way, and I'm like, you know what? I think I like this better. And I'm in my basement. Hello, Lawrence. Hi. And you have you have your computer on uh, old VCR? Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. Oh, there's a lot of stuff down here. That's uh, well, this is where the USFL pennants came from. So there's oh, all yeah. kinds of boxes and things around here. Do you need nice. a, do you want me to play a CD for you? What CD that? player? <laughs> you know, I was having a conversation, and this probably uh, wouldn't even apply to Nick Lawrence. Somebody, a Bears employee who is younger, uh, and I was telling her about how instead of USB drives, you used to have to like burn files to CDs. Yeah, CD-ROMs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I I am aware of the burning of CDs. I thought you were going to say like a floppy disk or something. I'm like, I, I know what that is, too. Well, I, I I, is. I've done a floppy disk. But, Nick, <laughs> three and a half floppy disk. And a quarter, people. Wait, what? Three and a half or five and a quarter. That's the question. I, I don't even know what that, that um, exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there was the the actual fl- five and a, five and a quarter floppy disk, and then the, they came up with the three and a half that was like kind of a harder plastic on the outside. Mm, gotcha. I was gonna say because the, the the old floppy disk wasn't really floppy. No, but the it, old floppy disk oh, when you played Doctor J versus Larry Bird one on one on your mm. Apple IIe. The older it gets, the floppier it gets, right, guys? I don't floppy know discs. That's what we're talking about. Yes. yes. Floppy what you, what yes, you got on what course. you guys are talking about? Mm-hmm. I, well, you didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, welcome in. Day two of Bears minicamp. Um, a better day for Justin Fields and the offense. A lot better. A, a lot, lot better. better. Um, he was feeling it, dude. He was feeling it. it. Whether it was in the team drills, a seven on seven, I had him jotted down for. Look, it was eight straight completions. He had two sessions of seven on seven, and one of the passes at him to Darnell Mooney. Mooney would maybe still be getting up from the hit that Jalen Johnson would have laid on him, but completions, nonetheless, that was not happening in yesterday's practice. That's right. Uh, Continuing the streak theme that we've talked about, that Justin Fields rarely has two bad days in a row. Tiff, tiff, yes, with the comment there, uh, yes, I did run to House Hall. Well, I ran to House Hall for practice and the press conference, mm-hmm. and then I came back home for this live stream. He was probably watching Hogan Johns earlier, too. Um, oh, okay. Gotcha. Which actually came out later, because we don't do that one live. It probably came out later than we actually recorded it, so it probably seems like there was a lot less time in there than there really was. But, hey, you know, technology, cars, we live in this society Floppy-ness. where you can pull this stuff stuff up chris allen says thanks adam for getting our question answered by flus yes we have that on the agenda today um i almost forgot to ask it again um but we did get the question asked and we'll get to that here in a little bit but yeah let's talk about justin fields um you know 
it's been it was hard during OTAs because we could never really watch back to back practices. Mm-hmm. We only get to see one a week. But um, you know, it, it, in this mini camp setting, it was more encouraging to see you know the offense bounce back the way it did today. And Justin Fields was I don't know he just kind of had that swagger to him today a little bit, especially in that period you were just talking about. And there was one point in the end zone where he actually tried a Patrick Mahomes no look pass. Didn't go well because he faked out his own wide receiver, too. So the wide receiver went that way and the pass went that way. So, but you know, there was a confidence level there that you could feel. It happened right in front of us. So, yeah, Um, Adam, actually, to continue that off that play, like Jalen Johnson and Justin Fields are kind of, you know, going back at each other, talking a little bit. And Jalen was like, hey, that was your opportunity. You, You had a better chance of running me over. And, you know, like, that was your chance. And then Justin Fields was kind of jawing and, like, talking with him as he's going towards the offensive sideline. But, yeah, there was that swagger. There was that confidence. There was a sequence of two plays, Adam, where he tried to hit Valus Jones Jr. And they both they end up – the first one ended up falling incomplete. And then the second pass, the very next play, he still goes to Valus Jones Jr. And it still falls incomplete, but he, he draws a pass interference call. Like even seeing plays that don't necessarily work out, still seeing that Jane or Justin Fields has the confidence to go back to a guy and is like, "Hey, let's try to get you another opportunity." Valus drew the pass interference on the second time, and you know he's really working every wide receiver out there. It's not just Darnell Mooney getting the majority of the passes. All right, first time in 2022, I'm gonna bitch about the officiating. Uh, it won't be the last time. That was a BS call. That was not PI. And Valus Jones Jr., yeah. P.I. or not, should have made that catch. It's back-to-back plays. Both of them. And, and I have to say, I had that in my notes. It was probably the only – well, I don't want to say the only negative. The, the offense did have one sequence where they like, back-to-back penalties in a mm-hmm. – um, it looked like a two-minute drill situation. You don't want to see that stuff. That's some Matt Nagy-era stuff that you don't want to see. Um, you know, they're going to have enough to overcome on offense this year from a talent perspective. They have to play nearly perfect football. Again, it's just a practice, not the end of the world. But those back-to-back throws to Bayless Jones, you know, if there's one criticism for him, and I think a lot of the vibes coming from Bears and Hal's Hall so far has been, you know, very optimistic about Bayless Jones Jr., but I still want him to show me that he can go up and get the football, that he's not just going to be a very horizontal catch-and-run type guy. They're giving him opportunities to do that. Both of those throws from Justin Fields that he did not come down with today were great throws. Like put where you want to put the ball so that your receiver can make a play. And he wasn't able to make the play on either one. And you know, both of them were plays where he ends up on the ground, not on his feet, because they're, you know, not the easiest catch in the world. Plays at the NFL, you gotta go go make. So, you know, that good love the passes, didn't love the catches, definitely did not like the PI call. Yeah, and you know, the the decision as well. It was the right play to be made and to give your opportunity your wide receiver an opportunity to make it and he didn't and he did get the pass interference call on that one and that's you know maybe uh with the officials there uh i i have it jotted down somewhere where with whoever the db was in coverage but like you can ask like what else could i do on that play and you know maybe maybe get that call on another time but just justin feels willing to go back to valus jones jr on the very next play to get that pass interference call I like that from him, and he did have a nice um, catch over the middle of the field, Valus Jones Jr., where he got that yards after catch opportunity. That's what we've heard about. That's where he 
he's making a statement so far in these OTA practices or these mini camps. But I agree with you. He needs to make those plays. So I got the PI call. Um, you know, I I just I I get I, we if if anyone did catch Hogan Johns already, and if you haven't, you still go back and listen to it. I think there's still a lot of conversation, even though there's been another day of practice since we recorded. I still think there's a lot of good uh, conversation there. But we talked about in there. Uh, in that podcast about, hey, maybe this is the day where the offense, you know, just comes back and, it, you know, it, it's sort of a what if, but hey, that maybe this is the day where it starts. I don't want to make it to seem like they were outstanding, but it was, you could tell at the end, I think it was Mark Carmen who asked that question. Actually, I think we have the quote from Matt Eberflus too for you when he asked him right at the end of the press conference, you know, how, you know, what he liked about Justin Fields' day here's what he said. And then I'm going to give you another nugget from it that I thought was even more telling, but Matt Eberflus said really nice day today. Really nice. Made a lot of nice passes in all parts of the field. His timing was really good and it was a good day for him. And earlier in the press conference, he had said there was better accuracy today, which I think we addressed with those throws to Valus Jones jr. That we talked about. If you're watching the press conference or if you were there, you kind of saw his face light up a little bit, too. That's what I thought was even more telling. To me, it was sort of uh, an admission that, like we've been talking about here on the show, everyone sees the talent. The I think it's been the maybe the amount of tough days mm-hmm. that's kind of been a little frustrating, I'm guessing. And so to see it kind of come back together today, um, had to feel rewarding to those that are, you know, coaching the team, obviously, but also the players, just everyone out there, just see the offense come together and have a better day. Well, the thing is, too, it's like we would, you know, previous to this week, see the bad day, leave for the rest of the week, yeah. and that's what you kind of have to leave off of, and that's what everyone talks about. So it is nice that with these consecutive days, and we've said it multiple times on this podcast, Adam, like Justin Fields usually doesn't have two back-to-back bad days he'll bounce back um so we're seeing that and we're seeing that in this uh mini camp so we'll see how he kind of ends it tomorrow with the last mandatory veteran mini camp and then you'll go go on vacation for a little bit that pi call happened um i think in a two-minute situation a hurry-up situation and the very next play uh fields hit dante pettis kind of on a deep crosser and um, which is probably too much information there. Apologies, slap my wrist, whatever. A deep throw down the field. He caught it, ran for a touchdown. Um, And so I was like, okay, you know, taking advantage of a questionable call, but either way, another receiver step. You know, that was just those plays. So that was three plays in a row. Great throw to Valus Jones Jr. to the left. Great throw to Valus Jones Jr. to the right. Neither play was actually made. You get a little help from the officials. Bam to Dante Pettis, who makes a play. Um, I'm trying to think who he – actually, I wrote down who he beat on that. A.J. A. Thomas. A.J. Yeah. Thomas. Good candidate for a game we are playing at practice today called Bear or Not a Bear, which is uh, a new segment I think I want to start here on CHGO <laughs> where we just say a random name, and you have to tell us if you think he is a – currently a Chicago bear or not 
Hey, and I have all the so, answers. I have all the answers right here in the roster yes. here. Uh, so, it's a little um, bit hard. <laughs> but AJ Thomas, bear or not a bear? We gave away the answer. He is bear. a bear. Um, so that's a fun game. And I, you know what, too? Like he did, like we said, they had a better practice than they did. Now you mentioned the two penalties at the end. It was the end of game situation. It's like 14 to 7. The offense is down. You have two minutes to kind of drive the field. And Justin Fields makes a nice pass over the middle of the field to Cole Komet. It's it's a, a nice pass in between the linebackers. And then those two consecutive penalties happen. And then it, that's the play. The, the final play is where Justin Fields has that no-look pass that, you know, fakes out um, even his wide receiver. But it's like the two penalties at the end, that kind of – it derails everything. And you had the officials there. And we don't know exactly what those penalties were, but – you know, there there were some, even though there was, it was a positive day for the offense, still st- obviously things that need to be worked on, but it was nice even seeing Dante Pettis, to be completely honest, make a play, because outside of today, Adam, there weren't a lot of days, and still getting acclimated to the team, of course, but it, he caught that ball in stride and scored a touchdown. Yeah, I thought the same thing, like before this week, I kind of even forgotten that they had signed him, because you hadn't seen him much. Yeah, um, honestly. And that's somebody who should not be included in the game bear or not a bear. You should know that Dante Pettis is bear. So if you kind of forget that, then that's probably not a good sign. Um, someone asked about the offensive line, how that was all um, put together today. Sort of weird, um, to be honest. <laughs> they, they, they basically uh, went all rookie except for Larry Broom at right tackle, who's still kind of a rookie going into his second year. Um, so it's very young across the line. Of course, there was the Dakota Dozier injury yesterday. Um, Cody Whitehair was excused from practice today. Uh, Matt Eberflew said for, quote, a very good reason, and he had a smile on his face. So, um, you know, I'm going to let the Whitehair family – say or post whatever they want to post let let that uh uh let let them enjoy that but um for now he was excused that's why cody whitehair wasn't because we were kind of confused where's cody whitehair you couldn't find him anywhere Mm -hmm. um and then they kind of to me what looked like just giving veteran another veteran lucas patrick you know some reps off since it's so hot out one of the leaders on the team why not just go all young and then they had so they had doug kramer in there so you had all of a sudden, you're looking at the line. You got Braxton Jones at left tackle, Zachary Thomas at left guard, um, uh, yeah, Doug Kramer at, at center, and then uh, they went with Jatire Carter at right guard at one point. L- I saw a little later in practice. Yeah, yeah. So they did have Sam Mustafer to start, and then yeah, you had Jatire Carter, and then Larry Borum. Man, that is a yeah. young off, and that was the first team. That was the first team O line with Justin Fields and the rest of the wide receivers and. The offense, like we've been saying, had a good day. Not to, that's not to throw shade at any of the other guys, but that's just what happened, and that's who lined up for them on the offensive line. Yeah. So, um, I and I didn't notice. Doesn't mean it didn't happen. Didn't doesn't mean I didn't. You know, I could have missed something. I didn't notice any egregious, um, poor plays like yesterday. Yeah. You know, the ones that cross over from. Like most times you're like, all right, they're not wearing pads. But then there's a couple that are like, you just got beat there, man. Whether you're wearing pads or not, you just got beat. Um, I didn't notice as many of those. 
today. No, so maybe a good yes. sign. And with a young line, it's you you would have thought that would have been the case. But like you, I didn't have any where it's like, oh, that play's just, you know, blown up. And you actually asked the question, Adam, and if you want to, you know, share with uh, our listeners what that was, like how the Bears are kind of approaching the philosophy of what, what happens on a broken play. Yeah, so it kind of answered it. I think he mostly answered it. Um and maybe you didn't fully understand the question, which which would be my fault. But it was something we brought up here on the pod a few times and finally asked the question today. It's just like all, we've had so many plays where it looks like the play breaks down, like quarterbacks probably sacked or whatever. And, you know, typically you probably want them throwing the ball away. or And so the question is from a practice f- philosophy, from a coaching philosophy, are you are you – purposely having those plays extended and having asking Justin Fields to throw the ball up to basically give the backhand a chance to still get their full rep, to let the DBs react to the ball in the air, to let the wide receivers try to go up and make a play. Or would you rather have Justin Fields make, you know, quote unquote, the right decision, right? So just throw the ball away because in a game, that's what you want to do. And it's kind of a catch 22 because, there is a downside to either way, right? Cause like you don't want them to develop bad habits at the same time. If you just have them throw the ball away so much, or just, you know, literally throw it into the ground sometimes at a, somebody's feet, you're sort of wasting reps on the back end for everyone else on the field. And that is a tough thing that coaches deal with. So he did answer that question. And um, it seemed like was mostly saying, yeah, we're, we're asking him to continue to play. Uh, you're rarely going to see me. This is Eber Flustock. Now you're rarely going to see me uh, blow the whistle, blow the play dead because we want it to continue. So there you go. That answers that question. Yeah. And I think that's the right way to do things. Honestly, um, let the play play out because just fields is a guy that can't extend plays. Now you just got to find that fine line of when to take a chance. And we've, we've, we've talked about that before, but um, you know, now we have a little bit more clarity on what the, what the coaching points are for Eberflus and that that Bears offense. Yeah. All right. Uh, we will continue our breakdown of day two of Bears mandatory minicamp. And I do want to tell you the best way to support CHGO is to download the PointsBet app. You may have heard us talk about this uh, once or twice before. But the PointsBet app, it's great. And when you sign up, use code CHGO. It's that simple. Because if you do that, you'll get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. And that's not it. Because if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which, of course, unlocks all of our web content. And you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. So Nick's post-practice observations and notebook. We had one yesterday. have another one today at allchgo.com. You'll get access to that with a CHGO membership. And, of course, when uh, minicamp's over, I'll also have my Bears Things column, and that'll be up there for you to check out as well. So $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt from the CHGO locker, all for making a $50 more first-time deposit at PointsBet. Any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com. And our producer, Lawrence, will respond to you personally from his basement uh sure yeah (laughs) yeah 
Spawn. Okay. You heard it. He just guaranteed he would do it. Your home for live in-play betting just got even better. Introducing Points Bet's new feature, the live NBA same game parlay. Might be down to the end mm-hmm. to take advantage of that. But the Did good news see, is uh, Points Bet has got a lot, lot more than that, too. Yeah, what's yeah, up? And- it has not well the fake Clay Thompson. Did you see the whole news what happened to him? Or even know the about fake, that situation? The fake Clay Thompson? Yes, the fake yeah. Clay Thompson. Yeah, what is going on? Go. I, I saw the headline okay. and I just skipped right past it. Is that the what fan that looks like him? Yeah. He okay. got he got literally got access, was on the court shooting because they thought he was Clay Thompson and now wow. he's banned for life. So Aww. he's like he's like, No, I get it, I get it. Um but yeah, he released a video on Twitter of him going through security, getting through, getting a few warm-up shots, and then uh, he got a you know a nice little letter from the NBA saying, "You're never coming back here again." Oof, that's he so, gone. That's he gone. You know, <laughs> worth it or not worth it? I don't know. I I mean, that sucks. It's I get it. Like one. I'm I I don't think he should be doing that, but at the same time, like damn banned for life and it's not like yeah. he's like attacking a player he was just like getting up shots mm-hmm. yeah tough. just getting through security yeah, taking but... some shots and yeah you gotta have yeah, consequences honestly. like that because otherwise you get the things that are much yeah. more malicious happen when people mm-hmm. enter into the private space of the players i i've been uh gotten down to the floor at the united center for a concert uh with like security not even caring at all we were actually up in a upstairs in a suite shout out to my friend who got me into that but our friends were down on the floor and we saw that they had like white wristbands like those you know the little pop-on ones we literally took napkins from the suite rolled them up or like kind of flatten them out just put them around and it was like two random security were like like yeah whatever and then you just went like this flashed it on the way by and then we're on the floor for uh arcade fire great show wow you know, at Iowa City, real quickly. Speaking of bands and like doing stuff, right, right now. I don't think so. Yeah, I had tickets yeah. to the show. I mean, oh, yeah. Well, at Iowa City, we would to get into the bars. You had wristbands too, so like everyone would throw away the wristbands or you keep them from the week before. And so when you go to the bar, it's like, oh, just find that old wristband, get some gum or some tape, put it on there. They'll like, you know, sometimes check oh. it, get in. It worked, and you get in. You're like, yeah, I've been here. I was here I mean, at like six six p.m. Now Nick, it's I'll tell you a little story. When I was in Iowa City, and oh, you'd yeah. go in, and you could go into the bars at eighteen, but couldn't drink, so they would put like a a big red X on your hand or oh, something yeah. like that, and you just go straight to the bathroom and just grab it hey, off. That's what we used to do. Yeah, hand sanitizer. Like, hey, we used to bring hand sanitizer. Just please give me that pitcher of Liney's Red for two fifty. It's Friday after class. Let's get wasted. Yes. and then go back to Burge for dinner, drunk. Good times. That probably gave gave the bar some cover too. Like we put a red X on his yeah. hand, and we can't control yeah. it from there, of course. Um, so anyway, this was a long way of telling you to <laughs> go to PointsBet and sign up right now. Online sign up is available in Illinois. Download the PointsBet app, register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. What are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred five two two forty seven hundred. Wait, real quick. Did you guys notice that Matt Nagy's in the chat? Ah, yes. Speaking yeah, of that's fake him. Mac, that's fake the real guy. Yeah. 
I guess this is better than talking about Bears football. What does he know about that? All right. Want to start your day with a competitive edge, you guys? Of course. Nope. All right. <laughs> Stravas. Right. Yep. See you, Lord. Yep. I guess I can't tell you about Strava CBD coffee, but I'm going to do it anyway. Strava CBD coffee. It's a game changer. Everyone knows that. And it's helped thousands of people to improve their overall wellness and quality of life. Strava also delivers delicious, fresh roasted specialty coffee infused with organic broad spectrum CBD. And just so you know, CBD from hemp doesn't make you higher hungry, but it does offer real benefits that can help everybody who listens to the CHGO Bears podcast and all of our podcasts at CHGO. It can help you feel alert and focused without the jitters, make you live your day more balanced with less anxiety and fewer aches and pains. Plus, including CBD in your daily routine can even help you enjoy more restful sleep so you wake up feeling at your best. And the best part about all of this, Strava is all about quality. You all know that. Everything is small batch, fresh, and shipped straight to your door. Strava also offers concentrated full-spectrum CBD tinctures for those looking for a more traditional CBD format with a powerful entourage effect of benefits. And here's the most important part. CHGO listeners can save 25% off, off their entire purchase when you use code CHGO25. That's 25% off your entire order at StravaCraftCoffee.com. Almost messed that up. When you use code CHGO25 at checkout, discount coupon valid on non-subscription purchases, only one use per customer. And do you already love Strava? Of course you do. Subscribe and save with the Strava Coffee Club. With Strava, you are in control. Save on your favorite coffees and have them automatically delivered to your home or office on your preferred schedule. Someone pointed out that that could not be Matt Nagy because he was not wearing a visor. That is true. Same thing about the naked guy in the balcony at the studio the other day. Because he had shorts, so he wasn't naked. Oh, well, I was going to say, it just wasn't Matt Nagy. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true, too. (laughs) I'm still not convinced he was wearing shorts, but okay. No, he probably (laughs) was. He probably was. Um, All right, so... Offense solved. Defense still okay. Bears going to Super Bowl. Confirmed. Confirmed. Um, yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. What did we you make? make what did you make of? Um, so for those that may have missed it, Byron Pringle, Travis Gibson, and Ryan Griffin. Ryan Griffin's been in the league for a long time, but probably still could qualify for Bear or not a Bear. Um, Byron Pringle, it did not surprise me that he was unwilling to answer any questions about his arrest earlier this spring. You get advice from lawyers, you get advice from PR staffs to handle it that way. Not surprised. Didn't necessarily bother me. Um, but. I also didn't sense a ton of contrition about it. Is that fair to say? Yeah, like it was like like there's still a way to be like, yeah, I understand it's a big opportunity and I got to take it. You know, I it just had me a little um, even the way he was kind of like laughing as he was leaving the press conference. I don't know if you noticed that or not, like because there was a little bit of awkwardness in the room with the questioning. I get that. I just. I I, I understand. I told, trust me, I totally understand the, you know, the, like the legal side of it and the advice you get from PR, but I, I still think that there's, there's a way to convince the fan base. Cause I thought Pat Finley had a pretty good follow-up 
which was, you know, when you come to a new team, you kind of are trying to earn the trust from the fan base too. And it wasn't a great first impression, was it? And he agreed. He was like, yes, sir. You know, but he didn't have anything else to say about it. I just think that you could use that press conference a little, a little bit better as an opportunity to make the fans trust you a little bit more considering that when you're joining a new team and then you get arrested right away, regardless of what the arrest is for, it's not really giving off an impression that you're going to be a dependable player for the franchise. Yeah. To me with, with Byron Pringle, I even remember his introductory press conference. He, he's not, he's not the biggest, he's obviously not the biggest talker in terms of like, you know, kind of going into detail with his answers and that's perfectly fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. yeah, No problem. So, so, that's I mean, I think that's who he is. And, you know, when you kind of talk about a subject that is more it's not football, it's more serious. He didn't he didn't really want to talk about it. And, you know, a big thing like I noticed, too, is like always he's due to smiling, like everything that yeah. he's like saying. So when he said that he's going to have a smile on his face and that kind of moving forward with him. Um, and he's especially like when Luke Getzey was brought up. Like just uh, what he brings to the room and how he can help him out, but yeah, I think that's just, honestly, Adam, I think that's just who he is—just not a, the biggest talker. And when you got into a subject like that, it's like, I know I messed up, and I really don't want to talk about it. And even if you're asking me about it, I still don't want to talk about it. But that's kind of what it seemed like to me. Okay, so here's someone, and I had not seen this, so thanks to whoever just dropped this in the comments and let us know, but he does have a tweet. He's actually retweeting the Bears tweet of him being at the podium today, because they tweet out the video, right? And he he retweets it and says, I'm just here to play football, not answer clown emoji put in there, not answer clown questions. Bear down. I guess that's kind of exactly my point. Mm. You get arrested... You can't then say that any question about you getting arrested are clown questions. You know, like, again, and I am totally willing to accept the fact and was not anticipating Byron Pringle to answer really any of those questions, but not accepting that those questions are legitimate, considering that that actually did happen and you're joining a new team. Again, I'm just trying to point to the idea of, you know, and there you there you can see the tweet if you're if you're watching it on YouTube. Um, I don't know. You know, it, it, does it really get off the impression that this isn't going to happen again? I guess is my point. And I don't know. And maybe it's going to be fine. I hope it is. He's got a big opportunity with the Bears. Uh, should have an opportunity to catch more passes. Than he had uh, in in Kansas City, and and maybe it all works works out. But you can't get arrested and then say that questions about you getting arrested are clown questions. Well, so that's such a weird thing, Adam. Now that now I'm like being in the business with the media, it's like you look at the comments too under that. Like it's like, oh yeah, why why do they keep asking these these clown questions? These stupid questions. Why do we keep this, months by ago. the way? It's the first time we've talked to him since it happened. Exactly. So it's like that. Yeah, our, our media is terrible. Like, I, those are legitimate questions. We just wanted to know what happened, and you know, like, the, there wasn't any question that was it was not legitimate, worth asking, right? So it, it's it's weird how like 
you know, fans will see it, how we'll see it, how he sees it. And obviously they're clown questions. But now it kind of changes my view a little bit now uh, with that tweet about how he kind of felt about it. And again, there's a comment there from Bears in Hawaii. Shout out to Hawaii. Love Hawaii. If it's about his own life, he doesn't have to answer anyone. Totally agree. You don't have to answer. Doesn't mean that you brush it off like it's can't understand why the questions are being asked. Or that, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, yes. So that was our first time talking to him, too. First time talking to him since any of that happened. And, and that's a good point, Nick, because that's like that's the proper context that people need to understand. Um, you know, if this had been addressed back in April, would have brought it up again. long gone, you know, what do you mean talking about? And I'm also not trying to make a big deal out of it. Just saying this is one of the things on our list of things that happened today. Not the first thing we're addressing. We're well into our show. Um, and it, but it was one of the things, and I honestly, thanks for pointing out the tweet had not even seen that tweet when we started this conversation here on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think it's just, I don't know. It's not the, it's not, it's not, it's not, a, it's just not a, I, I guess I wouldn't necessarily be happy if I was like the bears. But yeah. Maybe um, the, I don't know. Whatever. Maybe. The, yeah. It's like, all right, you got it done and over with. You won't get those questions again. We'll move on. And it'll just be football related questions. And by the way, I do appreciate the attitude. Keep a smile on my face. All uh-huh. I do is ball out. Yep. That could be some you know, plays today. Made some plays today, yeah. Byron Pringle. So um, do what he needs to do. Rod Marinelli speaking to the team this morning. Coach Eberflus saying that uh, he talked a lot about life skills both uh, physically and mentally. Um, I wish we could have gotten to talk to Rod Marinelli. You know, he spent a lot of time in Chicago. The building's a lot different. Like, I would have just loved Mm -hmm. to hear, you know, what he thinks about where this organization is right now compared to back when he was here under Lovey Smith. Um, Because a lot has changed. You know, probably the last time he was in that media room, that extra wing um, Mm. or that extra – well, the the press conferences used to be held where the cubicles are, Nick. Like that, the whole press conference room wasn't even there. Oh, that I can't even yeah. imagine that. That's weird. Yeah. So, um, hmm. yeah, I just would have been curious from that from Rod Marinelli. But that is also, a longtime mentor of Matt Eberflus, and uh, it makes a lot of sense having him come in now that he's retired. And because I thought if he hadn't retired, he may there was a chance he could have been on this coaching staff. Oh, yeah. And, you know, there, there's obviously a lot of different things, but I wonder what he sees are the similarities in Eberflus and, like, with Lovey Smith and, like, the defense and how he's doing all these things. Just seeing, oh, yeah, like, I could see how, you know, the influence that he had on him and how things are carried over with this new Bears regime. There there would have been a lot of differences, but I'm sure some similarities as well. Yeah. Um, Turu. 214 says, can you tell the Bears to fix their mic situation? Every other video by them has questions that can't be heard. I actually know. I got the inside scoop on this. Yes. Um, What the system they have in there is actually pretty advanced. And it kind of switches between the mic up front where the players are and then the overhead mics that are supposed to pick up our questions. The problem is there's like a zone you have to sit in. Mm. And depending on the day, a lot of times there's too many reporters to fit in the zone. Like yesterday, 
I wouldn't be surprised because I haven't gone back and listened to this. I wouldn't be surprised if my questions were not picked up yesterday because I was sitting off to the side, which was the only seat left when I sat down. Also, it was a very sweaty seat, so I feel like that's why it was still available. Um, it was kind of gross, whoever was sitting there. Um, and then it was me. Man, it was hot. It was hot. All yeah. those seats were sweaty at one yeah, point. We, we know you. <laughs> we know you thought it was hot. And my point is, so depending on where you're sitting, the questions don't always get picked up. Are you guys? Uh, I'm just. You explaining. reporters are playing in. A, you're in a cover too. Is that yes. what you guys are doing? Yeah, you got to stay in the box. You know, you got to stay mm-hmm. in the box. But a lot of people don't know that. And then you get Pat Finley in the front row, our good friend Pat Finley, who whispers his questions. Whisper. So mm-hmm. then the mic doesn't pick that up. Got to use your voice inflections, Patrick. Yes. Enunciate. Cliff asks, was Nick sitting there previously? If I was, yeah, yeah. could have. Yeah. I sat down and was like, okay, I regret this, but now I have nowhere to go because the press conference is starting and there are no other seats available. Stuck there. You're stuck there. Yeah. Uh, Man. All right. See, I'm looking looking at my notes here from Eberflus's press conference here. Um. You know, he did mention, so he said something about with yesterday having the offense just kind of go in, I think he put it like play ball, where they're going to kind of take a step back. They said they were doing that today too. And he said they were kind of doing that in the two minute going into the end zone or you have two minutes down seven. And he said it looked better kind of going back to Justin Fields in the offense real quick. But other than that, um, he was asked about Robert Quinn again today. And kind of uh, his thoughts there still um, just letting he's letting the players that are here just again, just do what they need to do, regardless of Robert Quinn. If he's there or not, take advantage of those those opportunities. And that's what Travis Gibson's doing. He also got to speak to the media and he's been in contact with with Quinn. But again, a lot of the guys are not I don't, it feels like they're not too worried whether He's there or not, but they're just kind of just going about their business like they would if he was here. Yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of funny. I, I actually agree with Flus on that. Like, I don't think they're sitting around every day going, man, man Robert Quinn's not Where's here. Robert? This is a huge problem. You know, it's 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 just – and part of that's probably the bear situation. They're not – Robert Quinn isn't standing in the way of the Bears winning the Super Bowl right now. You know what I mean? Like, there's just too many young guys – a lot of the roster hasn't even met Robert Quinn. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, it, so I'll bet you there's some players on the roster that don't even know who Robert Quinn is. All right. So <laughs> you'd be surprised, yeah. by the way. Um, so I, I just, I don't think it's that big of a deal at this point. I'm more worried about, and not even worried, just more interested to see if he even shows up to training camp at this point, you know, because if he really, if he really, really does want to be moved, I'm not sure the Bears will want to move him. So the best way to make that happen is to just sit out, to not even show up in training camp. I think that, and now that he didn't come to mandatory minicamp, that's the next big question. It is the next big question. Um, and I honestly don't, I just don't see Robert Quinn doing that. It just doesn't seem his personality, but who knows at this point? Um, I see in the comment here, Dominique Robinson talk about him. Travis Gibson sees a little bit of himself. And Dominique Robinson actually said at, you know, coming into his rookie year that Dominique Robinson is, is better. Um, just really highlight the athletic traits that he has and um, his athletic ability, what he's able to do. So 
yeah, Travis Gibson likes what he's seeing. And Dominic Robinson is one of those players that is benefiting from Robert Quinn not being there. Alquan D. Muhammad not practicing. He's he's definitely benefited getting those team getting those reps with uh, some of the first team. Yeah, there was a reason why I asked that follow-up. So when he said that um Dominic Rob when Travis Gibson said that Dominic Robinson reminded him of himself coming in, I immediately you know, clicked in my head, like, well, wait a second. Cause like Gibson sort of needed a red shirt year, right. Before he really got his opportunity last year. And this is a guy we've been talking about Robinson. That is very, very raw. That at the same time, I have felt like has sort of exceeded expectations early. You know, part of that's maybe just the situation with Quinn not being there. And now that they release Itachu, like, there's a lot of reps there to be had early, um, but he's taking advantage of them too. So the follow-up was then to Gibson. Well, where is he compared to where you were, you know, at your first veteran mini camp when you came out. And that was when he said, I think he's, he's passed me. And I, that was interesting from a standpoint of him saying that Robinson is a little bit more experienced and is a little bit more polished as a pass rusher because remember Gibson was playing like more of a five technique at Tulsa so he was asked to do some different things some two gapping um, and some things like that he wasn't just a hand on the ground go get the quarterback and then they of course moved him to edge rusher in the three four so he was going through a position change they're trying to essentially change his body a little bit too is whereas Robinson even though he's only been a defensive end for two years and was a wide receiver and was playing in the Mac just to hear Gibson be like, yeah, but this guy, you know, he's, he's got this skill set that's already there and they're asking him to do the similar stuff. That's got to be helpful for him. It's just intriguing. Again, we're talking about a lot of words right now, right? Like a lot Mm -hmm. of things get said this time of year where everyone's optimistic, but that seemed like a genuine comment from Gibson, and I also think that we've seen some of that on the practice field too with our own eyes. Yeah, no, no, definitely. I think Travis Gibson too. He, uh, when he's like for the press conferences that I've been a part of, it seems like he's pretty. He's a straight shooter, right? Whatever he's actually thinking, he's saying it, and there's meaning behind it. But yeah, so once we get the pads and we see what the tackle situation is, I think we'll get a better indication of uh, Dominic Robinson, what he can do for the Bears. And before we kind of, I mean, I, it's already 40 minutes of this show. It's like going so <laughs> fast. Away. Man, what the, it's what happens away. when there's real things to talk about. I love it. I know, I know. And something to talk about is is our next partnership, which is Owen. And if you don't know, Owen stands for Only What You Need. This brand is a 100% plant-based protein company that gives you high quality and carefully selected ingredients to keep you functioning throughout your entire workday and especially after those intense workouts. In these protein shakes, you get your vegan omega-3s, your green superfoods like broccoli, kale, and spinach. And all these amazing greens reinforce what Owen stands for, only what you need. Everybody at CHGO has been uh, just taking their Owen shakes. They all taste delicious. I had the sea salted caramel today. Man, that one, it's pushing for the the, the chocolate one that I usually have, but you okay, want the 30... 30- I have a challenge yes. for you right now. Okay, I was on vacation the week that they brought the Owen stuff in. I have not had one yet, which is why you're doing I got this you read. tomorrow. 
I will see you at house hall tomorrow. You got to bring me one. All right. I'll, I have those, the new flavor too. So you'll definitely like it. Right. I got you. Um, what's also cool and about Owen first heard about, about him from Chicago bears quarterback, Justin Fields, who does follow a plant-based diet. He called and you we, directly, right? And was like, Hey, Nick. Got these shakes. Yeah. That's how you heard about studio. Fields. Yeah. So I, okay. I mean, actually is my phone is ringing right now. It's, I'll be right back. Uh, but uh, Owen and CHGO have partnered up to give you an awesome offer. When you use the code CHGO20, you get 20% off your first purchase at liveowen.com. Again, that is 20% off with the code CHGO20 at liveowen.com. So join us here at CHGO and Justin Fields and only get what you need. Only what you need. Why did I say get? Only what you need with Owen. I screwed it up right at the very end. Damn it. Uh, you blew it. Just delete the podcast. We'll start over. We'll start. A lot of people would probably enjoy that. Don't worry. We're back tomorrow. I uh, should mention one we are back at one o'clock tomorrow is a, a regular regular time because the practice is moved up in the morning. And, uh, you know, we'll see if they even do go through with the practice. As we've hinted a little bit sometimes the last day, hey, let's bring you loose a little bit early, um, especially after cooler. a couple hot days. It would not completely surprise me, but we'll be back uh, tomorrow to talk about it. Um, I have a, um, by the way, we let's, we can, I don't know. We could sneak in a question or two here, by the way, if anyone still has it, but we do have a big Vernon Hills Red Sox game tonight. Makeup game after that derecho came through Monday. Uh, I just wanted you to notice that I've been during the ad reads. I've been looking for things in my basement and, uh, what do you got? Oh, I see it in the background. Those jelly beans. That is, that is a, the old NFL helmets. Yep. The poster I put on my wall in my childhood bedroom with all 28 teams. Wow. So is uh, the other four go? Is there an, I can't see the specific helmets. Is there an Oilers helmet on there? You're damn right there is. Hell yes. You're damn right there is. Uh, the, yeah. The old okay. Patriots helmet. The AFC Central. The old oh. Dolphins logo. I love it. Is the it the American Football Conference? Oh, it's not the Eagles Kelly Green. I wish it was. The old uh, Falcons, uh, red the ones. Falcons. Oh, I love that. Oh, and the Buccaneers. They got to go all – they got to go – what's the color they call that? Cream school. Uh, cream school. No. Yeah, that, they should just go with the cream school unis all year. Come on, Tom Brady's last season, last Super Bowl run. Do it. Nick, this one's for you. Yeah, let's go. Iowa I saw somebody in Iowa here in this chat earlier. Who cares? Oh, the Daily I wrote for the Daily Iowan covered women's tennis. It was I look, I never watched tennis in my life. They're like you're covering tennis. So I'm like, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I learned that game. I learned all the different shots. It was it was awesome. I ready for Saturday. Who are they playing? Probably Illinois? Wisconsin's spring, ass, right? spring practice. And oh. that's Dane and Hughes in the headline there. Remember Dane and Hughes? Former chief. Hmm. Yeah, I believe I own this because I was in the paper this day. Uh, Would you do? get arrested? Yes, oh. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's a story for another time. Don't ask yes. me any questions. Don't ask me any questions about it. It'll say they're clown questions. Also, yeah. Is that even I don't open? Know if you noticed what this is? This Pro is uh, nineteen ninety cards. 
uh, NFL Pro Set. It's unboxed. Um, it, it is. We, no, it is boxed. But uh, I believe this summer, maybe we should do an unboxing episode oh of my God. God. So I don't know if you're yeah. aware of this, Lawrence, but after tomorrow, there are six weeks of nothing. Hey, that's so, a good. And episode. we're looking for yeah. segment ideas. Let's so, see. bear, <laughs> not a bear. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna try chicken and waffle chips. We're gonna have a lot of crazy things going, but I think that pulling a random card out of that box every single day could be a lot of fun. Yeah, can learn I'm a just lot. Saying. Or we could like open a pack a day or something for like. I love it. Yeah, yeah. As long as you're willing it. to do it. This Honestly, yeah, it's been, it's been sitting in a box down here. I got some NBA hoops ones as well that I'm like, why are these like, why did I never open these? Like, what was I thinking was going to occur with these? You know, I don't know. So but, maybe hey, uh, Hawaii says maybe we'll don't open a, them. A Barry Sanders for Don Burr. How about that? Oh, maybe. Hey, you know what? Barry Sanders is the GOAT. I love Barry Sanders. Well, also, real quickly, yeah. I watched Jurassic World Dominion. Oh, yes, great. Let's hear our hated review. it. Yeah, everybody, it's absolutely hated. I haven't even oh seen my, it. Don't. I'm sorry. Like I love Jurassic Park growing up, but God, I want. And I saw it in 4DX. My family went. My friends went. I wanted to leave that movie theater so bad. Don't see it. Did hey, I already want? Did I already share that? I forget if I said this already. Did I already share that review? Uh, that I saw. That, I, I, and I and I feel bad because I don't remember who put it on Twitter, but someone reviewed that movie and said that that movie is the worst thing that ever happened to dinosaurs, including mass extinction events. Yes. Yeah. That movie should be extinct. I, Oh gosh, it was. It and was bad. that movie took over the 40 X theater in Gurney. And so dumb. We got to have that reversed. So like, can we protest that? Can we, cause if they bring top gun back in there, I'll go in there, Nick, I promise. There but they took it. The Jurassic park took it over. Uh, Cliff's saying I we better check the price on eBay before I rip it open because it could be worth a mint to someone looking for a certain card. Okay, but whatever. Okay, let's look, let's look up the price. Whatever that price is, I'm sure our listeners can come through with the uh, super chats <laughs> to overcome that yeah. to the point that we can still do our segment idea. Come on. All right. Um. Hey, it's my ninth wedding anniversary today. Oh, congratulations! Ooh, congrats. So, uh, yes, mine's coming up in a month. Shout yeah. out to uh, my wife for putting up with me for that long. In fact, um, this is why you got to love family, right? During our podcast, I got a text from my sister who said, congrats, Krista, for putting up with Adam for nine plus years. That's a real accomplishment. Yeah. I mean, I argument there. See that. Yeah. Um, what, what is uh, what are you supposed to get for a ninth anniversary? I'm I, like I said, I'm coming up in a month there. You know what's funny? We're at definitely at the stage where we're both like, shrug, uh, we got a baseball game to go to tonight. You know, let's go out to dinner yeah. Friday or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. But is there, is it like, you know. Well, you I know, think technically Rose next Gold, year for the 10th, the 10th, like, don't the... you up the wedding ring a little bit or something? Oh, God. I hope not. Isn't that a thing <laughs> people do? This is why I love my wife, though. She doesn't really care about that stuff. Yeah. She'd be like, no, let's like go on a trip somewhere. Instead, that sounds cooler. Yeah. Oh. As I say that, she's probably like, no, uh, no, no. Let's get the let's get the jewelry. Looking up stuff. Yep. Late mm-hmm. breaking news, by the way, that oh, uh, yeah. there's a chance it looks like a, a certain a certain delivery has been sent to DNVR, the DNVR bar. Okay. Uh, on behalf of the Avalanche. I know this is a Bears pod, but 
Okay. Uh, we sent them something very special. Um, it's Malort. So, yeah. Yeah. So, in honor of their their team going to the Stanley Cup final. So, I, I believe it actually is showing up. Yeah, oh, Marissa just sent a video. This is amazing. All right. So, that's exciting. Good for good for them. So, but, they're drinking Malort right now in Denver ahead of game one of the Stanley Cup well, final. Well, I don't know about that, but we sent them four bottles of our delicious Chicago uh, treat and in honor of four wins left. So after each game, RK and the crew can all do shots of Malort. I, I, I I wish I hadn't been involved in that. We could have come up with like, uh, can't you send Portillo's these days? Can't you send, I know you can sell Lumal. You can send Lumal Nadi's packages. We wanted to send them something they didn't have. So try to kill them. Yeah, they're better RK off in Denver not having Malort. I know he does. He does. I mean, the rest of them don't like it, but RK yeah. loves it, and I am excited for him. The Bears beat the Packers at any point this season. I will take a shot of Malort. But I know that. Oh, write that down. Bold prediction. Or, or he said. Now, now let's parse that. He said at any point. So, can, so like if they win the first quarter, uh, we're not doing if the Bears right beat the Packers at any point. Beat the Packers score is in the Bears' favor at the end of the four quarters or overtime. Boom. I will take a shot. Look, Nishla, is it manslaughter when sending poison across state lines? I come it on. should be. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, it should be. And just should have been manslaughter to send the cleanest paintbrushes. Okay. Uh, Adam, before we go, uh, I know you got a coach baseball. What do we think of Nick's uh, Woody Page? BS behind him. Well, I like it on days where he's not slandering me. I guess that's what he used do to do. Do we, though? I mean, it's again, it is a Woody, Woody Page, Page did this for how many years? You're next. Ping pong. I mean, you already you already tweeted at me about the ping pong. That was BS. I haven't played in years. You have a battle, though. I know. I don't hate it. I, I'm okay with it. Okay. I vote yes. Yes. All right. Well, one. this is got one yes, one no. Do you guys know that it is 10 degrees warmer right now than it was this morning when I recorded Hogan Johns, but it actually feels way cooler? I see some some breeze behind you. Yeah, You're in the shade. Mm-hmm. There's a breeze. The sun isn't beating down on this side of the house this time of day. It's kind of nice, actually. It's kind of nice. Uh, did Nick find his eraser or is he using a paper towel? So oh, yeah. that was like, He said he didn't have an eraser. He couldn't erase it. I'm like, I, have you ever heard of a like any type of paper object that can erase it? I found another marker. A little race. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yep. Got two for one. All right. We're out of here. We're back tomorrow. Mini camp will be over. And then the the real fun begins for us on the CHGO Bears podcast. We're back at one tomorrow. Back at one on Friday as well. I forgot. Hold on before we go. Okay. Check this out. Oh. I made this for you for the new segment that we're gonna do. Oh, nice. Bear or not a bear? Uh, I believe that's a that's new two feet. bears. That's a new that feet on, on the yeah. right there. For those listening to the podcast, we have a picture of an actual grizzly bear and a picture of a dog. Yeah, I was I was also like doing this during during the ads reads and what have you. Yeah, yeah so sweet. Yeah. Okay. Both are bears. <laughs> what is what, what is the rest of your thing say now? I didn't what? write oh. Lawrence, but I just put law get better at Hong. Yeah, I mean that's fair. Honestly, I was I was pretty bad. It was very upsetting. 
All right. Bring back the pool table. We're out of here. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, at Nicholas Moriano. Lawrence is at law. Is that your Twitter handle too? Law on the draw. Law on the draw. Let's go. Boom. Yeah. Hit me up. And at CHGO underscore sports at CHGO underscore bears back again at one o'clock the next two days. Bears mini camps not over yet. We'll see how they do tomorrow. We'll talk to you then.